Hey everybody, welcome back to the 23 Hours Podcast. I'm your host, Games with Gerds. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about four ways that you can gain more clarity in your life and increase your productivity. It is such an exciting episode for the very fact that right now in the current age we're living in, information age is what we're calling it. We are overwhelmed with information. We are bombarded with opportunities, possibilities, everything that you can imagine. It, it can just get so overwhelming sometimes. And, and raising clarity in certain areas of your life and increasing your productivity and the things that matter it is really what you can control. And in today's episode, I show four ways. I share four ways with you and how you can do that. And uh, I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Let's hit the intro and we'll jump into today's episode of the 23 Hours Podcast. Thanks, guys. So the real question is, is how do you, the busy professional or simply the individual has a ton on their plate, take care of your physical fitness and long-term health without sacrificing performance in the other 23 hours of your life? Welcome to the 23 Hours Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Gertz. This podcast will discuss different strategies and tactics that you can utilize in life, business, and fitness to accomplish more and sacrifice less. This podcast will also explore how that one hour of exercise a day builds and fosters the successful habits that are necessary to crush the other 23 hours in your life. I'm thankful that you're here listening, and I can't wait for you to get value from the 23 Hours Podcast. So through technology and innovation, opportunities and possibilities seem endless, especially in 2021. As inspiring as this can be for a lot of us, it's equally overwhelming. The unintended consequence of this abundance is that we're, we're bombarded with more information and choices in a day than our ancestors received in a lifetime, right? So we feel hurried, uh, this nagging sense that we're attempting too much and accomplishing too little. It haunts our days, right? You know, the the, the classic story of, of the guy named Steve who goes to uh, the gym at 5 a.m. in the morning, wakes up, goes to the gym, comes home after he crushes his workout, gets the kids up, ready for school, sends them off, has a small breakfast real quick with his wife before he goes off to work, gets to the office early, starts working really, really hard, getting a ton of tasks done, works his ass off, squeezes in a small lunch break, gets back to work, finishes up the remaining projects and meetings for the day, comes back home, stops on his way home to pick up the family dinner because his wife asked him to stop at the grocery store. He gets home, helps his wife prepare the dinner, spends a little bit of time with his kids before getting him to bed, has time to squeeze in 10 minutes of reading before he watches a show with his wife and spends quality time with her before it's time to get back to bed because he's got to be up at 5 a.m. the next day. And, and, and Steve goes through weeks on weeks on weeks at, on end like that, never truly seeing progress, never truly seeing results. And I talk to so many people, clients, uh, people who, who in my eyes are just outstanding individuals that are grinding it out in every aspect of their life. And I talk with these people and Today, I want to share with you the one thing people like Steve, if this sounds like you, or maybe it doesn't sound like you and you're still, you know, just overwhelmed with the amount of options you have and the possibilities that exist, but you don't know how to take advantage of. I want to talk to you today 
and kind of be a growth coach for a second about what really matters and how you can transition away from being Steve and in grinding it out in every aspect of your life, but not really seeing movement towards your dreams and, and move you towards, um, John, John, who, who works less than Steve, who, who has more time on his hands than Steve does has, has kids and a family as well, but can actually spend more time with them and be more present when he's there because of the things that we're going to talk about today in today's episode, because I can tell you from, from experience and that, that does exist personally over the past few weeks, months, I have been working less than I'm typically used to. And I can, I can tell you from experience, I've had more time to focus on a few other areas of my life and it has brought me more happiness, more fulfillment than I could have imagined. It, it, I've lived this and it, it's, it's a weakness that I have where I have a tendency to optimize being busy as opposed to being productive. And that's really what we're going to be talking about today. And really just, just four major areas, a simple framework. I picked up a, a copy of, of, of one of Gary Keller's recent books, The One Thing. If you've read it, great. If you haven't, uh, I recommend it, highly recommend it. I'm a huge reader. And this is probably one of my top books in, in the past year. And a lot of the stuff we're going to be talking about today is probably going to be a refresher for you if you've read it already. And, and maybe a different way to apply it, uh, specifically when it comes to your fitness and, and business and, and your life dreams. Um, and help make it a little bit more actionable, maybe a little bit more applicable today is my goal. So with the four things we're going to focus on, number one is, you know, a narrow focus. What is it? What does it mean? Two, you know, this thing they call the Pareto principle. What is that? How can you apply it? Three, selective discipline. Okay. Which is probably my favorite topic out of all of them. And then four counterbalance versus balancing. So those, those are the, the primary things we're talking about today. Just four things to, to help you move from, from being Steve to being John. Okay. Remember, Steve is the, the guy that's super busy and, and probably overwhelmed, overworked. He feels like there's so many opportunities and he's not taking advantage of any of them, even though he's putting the hay in the barn every day or putting the work in and, and working really hard in different areas of his life. And then there's the guy like John who who's working, you know, probably honestly less hard, but he's just got you know, these four little, these four principles we're talking about today, a lot more laid out and he's got a different perspective on how to live his life more productively. And because he's done that, he's able to have more time freedom. He's able to have, you know, greater fulfillment. He feels like every night when he goes to bed, like he's checked all the boxes and that he's making progress towards the things that matter most to him in his life, which is the thing that brings you fulfillment, by the way. If you guys haven't, already picked this up, you know, success at the expense of happiness is the ultimate failure. It's not about getting more or achieving more or accomplishing more things. It is about the person you're becoming. That's like the thing that I preach on almost every single episode is who are you becoming in the process? And if you get bogged down, if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel like no matter what you do, you don't see results in your fitness journey, in, in your career, in your business, in your relationships, then, you know, typically the root cause of that is not your actions. It's not your activity level. Sometimes it's, hey, you need a better approach. You need a different mindset, a different perspective. And that's exactly what I work every single week on with my personal development clients and my mindset, mindset mentorship that I offer. 
And to be honest with you, I haven't been doing as many podcast episodes because I've been so ingrained in just over delivering for my clients and so ingrained in, in just showing up every day as the person that I want to become. And I love doing the podcast. Don't get me wrong, but the time has gotten more scarce. So there couldn't be a better time for this book to come into my life. And I hope the same is for you because these principles are evergreen. You know, it, it's the same principles that Bill Gates has applied in his life. It's the same principles that Oprah Winfrey has used in her life. It's the same principle that any successful person in any area, including distance runners, professional athletes, have have utilized to become great at what they do. And maybe achieving greatness isn't what you're after. I'm not sure. But I'm sure that there's some field, there's some primary field of interest, as Brendan Bouchard puts it that just lights you up when you're doing it or studying it or involved with it. Maybe it's your hobby. And that very thing could become the thing that you eventually master. Find a way to monetize it and shoot, you've just created the life of your dreams. You'll get a ton of fulfillment from your work every day. And maybe that's a podcast episode for a different day on how to do that. I've been able to do that. So I know that you can do it if you're listening to this, because I never thought of myself as an entrepreneur. I never thought of myself as a content creator. I never thought of myself as an individual who's capable of leading others, building a team, scaling a business. I never thought that was possible for me. And I never intended to really do that. To be honest with you, I just had some impactful people come into my life and change my mindset. And I now want to do that for others. Okay, so Let's jump into narrow focus, right? I said four things, narrow focus. What, what is the Pareto principle to uh, three selective discipline and three counterbalancing, right? So number one, a narrow focus is, is what Steve doesn't have, right? Steve is going to the gym because he thinks he needs to go to the gym at 5 a.m. Um, because he read it in a book that that's what successful people do. Um, Steve is then, you know, rushing home. Um, probably frantically in order to get breakfast on the table for the family uh, because he thinks that that's going to make him a better father. And then he's going to go and rush into the office and, and try and get as much done as possible. He's responding to emails. He, he's taking meetings and appointments whenever he can fit them in. And he's, you know, putting the, the important projects off till the end of the day when, when everybody's done utilizing his time and he can finally focus on the work that actually moves the needle forward. Does that sound like a narrow focus, guys? No, no, it doesn't at all. Like if you talk to a highly successful person and I've been fortunate to have conversations with with lots of, you know, what I see as successful people in this life. And it's oftentimes their activity level isn't much more than what you would expect. I would argue majority of the time they're actually doing less. But the things that they do do matter. So if you're feeling overloaded, especially in your fitness journey. Like my big thing is I can simplify your fitness journey pretty simply. The issue is, is that people come in and they're like, well, I need to, I'm going to start working out. I'm going to do a 30 day challenge. And I, I hate challenges, by the way. I hate the word challenge because there's no marathon mindset about that. There's no longevity. There's no sustainability to that at all. It, you know, if you're in a rut and you need a wagon to come down your rut to get you out of it, I understand. And a challenge can be a great way to do that. But after you, you finish that challenge, you have to find a way to make it sustainable because what you do for 30 days will not matter. But what you do every single day or week, day in and day out, week in and week out for the next 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years is really what's going to determine your destiny and what is going to allow you to either work your way towards 
the life of your dreams or work your way out of the life of your dreams. Okay. So what is keeping a narrow focus, right? If, uh, if you start a challenge or if you're, Hey, I'm going to make a massive change this new year, right? Like a lot of us did at the end of 2020, we said, I'm going to start eating better. I'm going to go to the gym at least five times a week. I'm going to read 20 minutes a day. I'm going to spend more quality time with my significant other. I'm going to start working on this business idea that I've been dwindling on for the past few years and finally take action on it. That right there alone is not a narrow focus, guys. That is a lot. You're not just saying, hey, I'm going to make a few changes. You're overloading. You're letting your mouth overload your back. You're committing to too many things at one time. And, and I'm guilty of this as you are. You know, sometimes we feel like we're superhumans, especially if we've had success before, we're already performing at a high level. Or just like, all right, keep it coming. I'm on a roll. But eventually what happens is that roll kind of, it fizzles out. And then you feel overwhelmed and you feel frustrated and stressed. Or if you hit a roadblock and it just knocks you off your, your momentum because you don't know how to handle it. You don't know how to overcome that challenge because you've got so many other things, so many other balls that you're juggling. Now, I sent an email to my list the other day my email newsletter. And, and it, for, for those of you that listen to this podcast that aren't on the newsletter yet, you need to subscribe to it because it's where I've actually put a huge focus on, um, you know, for the remainder of this year is my email list. Not only building it, but, but you know, spending the majority of my time in content creation and adding value through email because I love it. I, I, I find it more personal. I find it more communicative. And uh, it, it's a great and effective way to add value to people's journeys um, without having to, you know, ask them to watch a three minute video or ask them to listen to a 30 minute podcast. So I, I highly encourage you to go subscribe to my newsletter. Uh, you can go to gainswithgirds.com and, and click on uh, the newsletter and, and just type in your email and you're on it and you will get my weekly emails, biweekly emails. Um, but the, the reason I bring that up is, is guys, I sent an email to my list the other day it, it, explaining how they can narrow the focus on their fitness journey. And I'm going to share it with you right now. It's the one thing. It's the one thing that you can do in that by doing it, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary. Not two things, not three things. The one thing that is a narrow focus that is not saying, oh, I'm going to start working out five times a week and eating better. No, 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 no. That's not a narrow focus, guys. You, you just committed to doing two things at one time, expecting a result. The thing you have to understand with your brain is, is, is willpower is on will call, as Gary Keller puts it in his book. Meaning that if you try and develop two habits at once, your likelihood of actually turning those things into a habit is substantially de decreased. Because you, your brain only has so much power on a daily basis. It's like the battery on your phone. You, you can't pile drive through a hundred things on your to-do list and then expect to, at the end of the day, go to the gym and then cook a healthy dinner. You're going to have to plan better than that. So that's why I encourage people like, hey, let's start with the workouts, especially my one-on-one -on -one clients. We, we start with one of the habits, the one that's going to produce the, the highest return on our time, which is different for everybody, by the way. And most people are already working out. 
most people are already eating. So sometimes we can do them both at the same time and make a few small tweaks to both of those, but we're not making massive changes because if I, if I overload you with, with new tasks and new habits, what ends up happening is after three months, you're worn out. Okay. People will be like, it takes 21 days to develop. No, it takes 66 days to form a new habit. It does not take 21 or 30 days. Research, modern research in psychology and human behavior, guys, it's 66 days minimum. Sometimes it's shorter if it's a simple task. But the, the, the thing you need to understand is it takes willpower to do that task. Once it becomes a habit, it takes a lot less willpower. It doesn't take as much battery life. That's the cool thing about the human body is it's adaptable. Your phone is not adaptable. It takes the same amount of energy to take a picture as it does when you get it versus two years later. The human body is amazing. It's the exact opposite. It takes a lot of willpower, a lot of battery power up front to start eating better and making those nutritional changes. But once you've made them after, you know, 30 to 66 days, it starts getting easier and it takes less willpower to start eating better and applying those nutritional habits. You're trying to, uh, create in your life, right? So understand that don't commit to too many things at one time. That is what I mean by saying, keeping a narrow focus. The opposite of that is just overloading yourself, overwhelming yourself and, and feeling like you're running hundred million miles per hour to nowhere. That, that is the look running fast and being busy is not good. If you do not know where you're going or how to get there. You're just going to blow You're going to blow past opportunities. You're going to blow past the important things that need to get done because you're just one track minded and you're just trying to be busy. So slow down and ask yourself, like, what's the one thing I can do in this area of my life that in doing it will make everything else unnecessary or easier. And you can ask that in every area of your life. That is the, the question that Gary writes in his book. And I absolutely love it because I can ask that in my relationship with my girlfriend, Rania, I can say, what is the one thing I can do in our relationship? And that by doing it for the vision that I have for our relationship, everything else becomes unnecessary or easier. And then I go back to kind of the, 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 the person that I am and the things I'm good at in a relationship. And I'm like, oh, I can double down on that. And everything else will get easier, right? And now it's like, oh, I don't have to stop. I can just say no when she asked me to stop on the way home to the grocery store because she knows I don't have the time because I got to get home and get to a client or whatever. And it doesn't upset her because she, we've communicated now, right? That's the, that's the power of the one thing. That's how it's applied. It is I'm now more purposeful and more communicative because I understand what matters and what doesn't in our relationship. Same thing goes for my fitness journey. I'm in, I'm I'm getting you know a little bit more 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 busy with my time. I'm, I'm I have less time now in terms of the business growth and things that are going on in my life. So with my fitness, like the nutritional stuff has been great. However, I've had to adjust because now I'm just focused on my workouts. Now I'm just focused on that right now. And the nutritional stuff is going to stay the same for a little bit longer until I get the workout stuff super systematic and it becomes a habit again. Okay. That is the one thing for me. For you, maybe you're crushing your workouts. Don't have a problem with that right now at all. You've got the time to do it. It doesn't take a lot of willpower to do it. Okay, great. Well, then maybe you can focus on nutrition right now. 
But doing them both at the same time maybe isn't the best option for you. Or you're going to start pulling willpower from other things in your life, from those other 23 hours. You're going to start pulling from the, the project that, that was supposed to be finished last month that you're grinding out to finish, right? You, you guys can understand what I'm saying. Keep a narrow focus. Now, number two, the Pareto principle. Let's build on this. What is the Pareto principle? It's famous. You probably heard about it in the business world because in economics, it's one of the most well-known principles. And it's that with, with the majority of companies or with wealth, however you want to put it, 80% of the profit, of the revenue, of whatever you know component you want to analyze is produced in 20% of the products that a company offers or in by the top 20% of their salespeople. That's what brings in 80% of the revenue. With wealth, you know, the Pareto principle is developed because a guy, I believe his name was Jarvin, in the 1930s was hired by Toyota to, to teach Toyota how to become whatever, better company. And he ended up identifying that, you know, 80% of the land in a certain country was owned by 20% of the wealthiest people. And then he started looking at that kind of relationship and other aspects of economics and finance. And he found the same thing. And what we found since then, the Pareto principle has developed is that in, in, in leadership, you, you know, that, you know, 20% of your team produces 80% of the results. So how can, how can you apply that to your life? Why, why is this important? Well, think about it. Go back to Steve. He's spending, he's running a hundred million dollars per hour. He's getting all his to-do list done. He needs to understand that 20% of that to-do list is going to, is going to get him 80% of the result at his job. 20% of the stuff he does in his relationship with his wife is going to get him 80% of the benefit. 20% of the stuff he does in his fitness plan is going to get him 80% of the roles. What is that 20%? It is your job to seek out clarity in narrowing your focus on that 20%. Because that is what matters most. That is how you do what matters and avoid doing everything else. Okay, which we're going to talk about. So just remember the Pareto principle. Some people call it the 80-20 rule. And it is so true in just about any area of your life. That is such powerful stuff. Now, let's move on to selective dis discipline. Number one was keeping a narrow focus. I shared with you how it's so easy in today's modern age where information overload is so common. Keeping a narrow focus now is harder than it has ever been in the history of mankind. You can't just wake up and be a dairy farmer anymore. You know, you got to wake up and, and you go to your job or you go into your business and it's constantly evolving, adapting. There's so many changes. Everything's moving quicker than it ever has. So you have to fight to keep a narrow focus to the Pareto principle. Building onto the narrow focus, focus on the 20% that yields the 80% of the results. If you're in a leadership position, find out what that 20% is for the people that report to you. Find out what the 20% is in your relationships. Find out what the 20% is in your fitness journey. Okay. That's going to help you focus on what matters and avoid just being busy. Okay. Now let's build on it again with selective discipline. The third thing we're going to discuss, and this goes back to my first conversation with you guys on the narrow focus with Steve is that he's trying to develop too many habits at one time. I focus on one habit at a time over time. That's what successful people do. They said, Hey, this month, this week, this, this quarter, 
this year, the focus is this, because I know that if I do this, then that's a domino that's going to knock over the the second domino. This skill set or this thing that I'm going to accomplish or focus on or develop is going to help me accomplish the second thing easier, the third thing easier, the fourth thing easier. And they, they have it stack. Okay. They, they, they focus their primary field of interest. They're clear on what it is. And then they, they identify one, three max skills that are going to serve that their, their career development or their thing in that primary field of interest. Okay. You, you don't need more discipline. This is what I'm going to tell you. Discipline is not required to be successful. I would argue that most people are, are pretty well disciplined, at least the ones that I talk with on a weekly basis, especially my clients, very well disciplined. But, but guys, there's no abundance in being disciplined in things that shouldn't be done in the first place. The biggest waste of time is spending time doing what need not be done at all. Write that down, please. Key phrase. I stole that from, from Jim Rohn who got it, I believe from like Ralph Waldo Emerson or a poet or something. Okay. The the biggest waste in time is spending time doing what need not be done at all. That should be your new motto with this whole concept we're discussing today. You know, what is the one thing that you can do now, today, right now that you can do, not that you, you know, you might do, or you possibly could do, but the thing that's easy to do, that's going to be 20% of the work that's going to yield 80% of the reward that's going to move the needle forward. That's where you put your discipline. That's where you put that willpower. You don't need a ton of discipline. You just need to be disciplined in the things that matter. But in order to do that, you have to know what matters. Now, everything we've discussed so far takes a lot of clarity. And I want to be clear, it's not like a piano of purpose is going to fall on your head tomorrow morning when you walk outside. But pick something, choose one thing, work your way towards it, and time and activity will tell you whether or not that thing is the thing you need to be focusing on. That's something I struggle with. Is I'm like, hey, do I need to be focusing on this right now? I don't know. I could be doing this. And then you're like, oh, but I could also do that. And then you're like, no, 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 no. What am I going to do? Okay, I'm going to do that. Boom, take action. And then a week later, if you listen to last week's episode, do the the weekly review, performance review and be like, hey, did that? What did that lead to? What were the results from that? The journaling exercise I gave you in last week's episode. Oh, shoot. Okay, that was productive. Man, that was good. I did see a difference in these metrics. Okay, cool. Let's keep doing it then. We're on the right track, right? Like That is what successful people do, guys, in any area of their life. They're constantly scoring themselves and aware of how they're performing in in the different areas of their life. And I want that for you. Selective discipline versus being disciplined. Okay. Be disciplined in the things that matter. Everything else is just time wasted. That's the new mentality you have to adopt. Now that, that really brings us into our final point here, guys, which is balancing. Okay. A balanced life is a myth. I just want to be clear on that right now. I work with a lot of busy entrepreneurs and and there will be weeks where they travel and they're really busy with work and and we got to put some things on the back burner with their personal development and fitness plan. And we adapt and we adjust because their focus has shifted to one of the primary fields in their life that they're trying to grow or develop 
and put time into. These individuals typically aren't like, oh my goodness, I lost my my work-life balance. No. Never heard that been said from a successful person. And I want to share with you why is because it's a counterbalance act. And this is so cool. Gary writes about it in his book perfectly. And in your work life, in your life, right? That's what people typically say, work versus life. In your work, if you've done the first three things we mentioned, narrow focus, apply the 80-20 rule, the Pareto principle, and then be selective with your discipline and use your willpower wisely. If you do that, I promise you, you will have more time on your hands for your life. Number one. But number two, I promise that not only will you have more time, you'll have more energy. You'll be happier because you got the things that mattered and you're getting better results because of the fact that you did the first three things. So now you're a better person in your life, right? You're better in your relationships. You're better in your hobbies. You're better in your your time that you spend outside of work. That is so powerful, right? Now, okay, so that's that's a fact. I think you guys could probably agree with me. If you got everything in order and you were super productive, you'd have more time. But what about the guy, Steve? He's He's got a lot going on. I'm not going to, like, he's got a family. He's, he's on his grind with his workouts. He's got a busy job. He's in a leadership role. He's about to get promoted. He's got a wife. He's got, you know, some other hobbies and friends that he's trying to keep relationships with and continue showing up on, you know, the softball games on Thursday night and be there on, on the weekends for his daughter's soccer games, whatever. He's a busy dude. He's got a lot going on. But Steve has a huge project at work that that's requiring him to actually work 60 or 70 hours a week now. That's a common thing with high performers, guys. I'm sure some of you listening to this podcast right now, you might be feel like you're in the weeds at work right now. Okay. Apply the first three things that I mentioned. Absolutely. But on top of that, also understand that you have to find a way to counterbalance. Don't try and find balance with a 70-hour work week and everything else you have going on. Just don't. You're going to end up frustrated. And then you're going to regress because you're going to look at it and be like, it's not possible. And then you're going to rest and recover. And then you're going to be like, oh, wait, no, I can do it. And you're going to try the same thing again. You're going to hit the same ceiling and you're going to get frustrated. And then you're going to regress and you're going to yo-yo like that. Instead, find a a productive way to counterbalance and and communicate with the ones that are going to be, you're going to be away from as you have those 70 hour work weeks, whatever it is, and, and focus on that, get it done and then come back when you have more time, when you have you know, more freedom and address the, the, the life stuff, the family, the relationships, the hobbies, the workouts and come back to it. But that's going to require you to, to schedule, to look, to plan, to think about the stuff that we've talked about in today's episode. Everything is correlated. Everything is meshed in together. And you can see one of the primary characteristics that every successful person has in common, no matter what field they're in, is that they can prioritize. They can sit there and tell you what matters most now. Not tomorrow, not next week, but what matters most now. What they can do with their time now. And honestly, I, I think that's what's so exciting for me to be able to share this with you guys today. Because I've been able to apply the same thing in my business, in my life, in my relationships over the past few months. And I've seen you know, the fruits of that labor. 
I've seen the fruits of my labor and spending more time doing performance reviews and, and really sitting in front of the whiteboard and kind of drawing it out and thinking about, hey, what's that first domino? What can I do now with my time in this area of my life? What's that one thing? And then after I knock down that thing, this will be the next thing. And you do a brain dump and you kind of get it all out on a whiteboard and then you pick one. And you're like, okay, that's the one thing. Got clarity on that. I feel better now. I feel better. I feel like I got a plan. I feel like I know what I'm doing. And, and if, if you're not capable of really doing that by yourself, <clears throat> I can't really urge you enough to get a coach, get a mentor, get a friend, get an accountability partner that you can talk to this stuff about because it is your life and you truly can create. You're totally capable of creating whatever it is that you wish to create in this world. The problem is, is that nowadays it, it's easier than ever to get distracted. It's easier than ever to jump ship because the, you know, the grass is greener over there or, or get dist <clears throat> distracted by coworkers coming into your office you know, or, or family stuff coming up and, and you don't know how to manage it all because you haven't really thought it all, thought it all out before you, you jumped into it. So I'm encouraging you to spend a little time this week, just kind of thinking about this, right? Reach out to me if you need help. I do this stuff for my clients all the time. My personal development coaching is, is, is just breakthrough. I'm having a phenomenal time seeing the change happen in people's perspective of how to live their life and, and what matters now. And I would like nothing more than jump on a discovery call with you and talk about the possibilities and, and see if that's a good fit for where you are right now. Because you know what? Maybe it's not. And that's the purpose of that call. Okay. So guys, I encourage you. The link is in the description of this podcast if you would like to schedule one. Um, and, and outside of that, I I'm just want to remind you, number one, keep an arrow focus. Two, apply the 80-20 rule. Three, be selective with your discipline. Don't stress yourself out about being more disciplined. Be disciplined in the things that matter. And then focus on counterbalancing, not, not stressing out over achieving a work-life balance. Find a productive way to counterbalance and have that communication with significant others and family members and coworkers like, hey, just so you know, I'm not going to be available at these times because I'm focusing on this. However, I can tell you I'm going to be done with this on X date. And we can reconvene then. Does that work for you? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. You just, you just, boom. Clarity, focus leads to more fulfillment, more productivity, and, and more purpose in your life. And I just want you to experience that. So just remember that today. Focus on the one thing. Apply the four things in this framework to really get a lot more clarity on what that one thing is in the different areas of your life. And don't hesitate to reach out to me if you need help. Do me a favor and share this podcast with some of your friends, guys. Please do that. We all need more positivity and encouragement, especially after 2020 and racing into 2021. And you can be that catalyst for change in somebody else's life just by sharing information. So click the share button on, on whatever podcast streaming app you're using and, and message it copy the link and send it in a messenger thread to somebody who you think can benefit from this information. I, I would love you for that. Um, it's the only way that, you know, podcasting you know, spreads and grows. Um, so if you got value in today's episode, I, I encourage you to do that. And, and I also encourage you just to make more time for yourself to think and to plan and, and to run through this framework and jot it all down, do a brain dump and, and get more clarity in your life because I promise you it's worth it. Yes, it's hard work. It's the work that most people aren't willing to do, but that's why most people don't achieve extraordinary things 
in the time that they have here on this earth. So I had a pleasure being your growth coach today. I appreciate you so much for, for listening to the episode. You have no idea for you sharing your time with me. I don't take it lightly. And uh, I can't wait to see you guys back next week on our next episode of the 23 Hours Podcast. Thanks, guys.